Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Doing the Thing podcast, where we do just that. Doing the thing to help you overcome procrastination and build a legacy of wealth and success in your relationships, career, and business. So today we have another podcast host as a guest. Please welcome Ryan Sweeney. He is a veteran advocate, and his podcast is the Military Civilian Culture Gap Podcast. Ryan, how are you doing today? Yeah, no, I'm doing great, and I appreciate that introduction. Uh, you know, the, the podcast is, is View from the Skies, and it really is about trying to bridge that communication gap uh, for between both entities, but at the same time, it, it's, it's the same thought process uh, we're about to talk about today. It's, it's, it's how to get the most uh, out of your life, whatever that is, and what, whatever you want that to be. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and, and I think there's probably a lot of uncertainty out there and, you know, not only with just, you know, transitioning veterans, but I think a lot of people are probably um, about to assume quite a transition themselves as far as employment and career-wise. I uh, just read recently uh, that we're, we're probably going to expect a 15 to 20% unemployment rate coming up. Yeah, that's sobering. That's really sobering. And, you know, what, what we know is we're faced with the most exceptional circumstances, certainly of our lifetime. My dear sweet mother is 86 years old, and I was talking to her yesterday, and in her lifetime as well, she's never experienced anything like this. And while we all kind of hunker down and think about how to get through today, while we make decisions like, you know, my family did, they wanted me to make my world famous lasagna. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, but if I go to the store, then I'm risking exposure. Can I really do that? So while we're all faced with what today and tomorrow is going to look like, what we really don't know is on the other side of this, what the economy is going to look like and what impacts it's going to have on the job market. And all of those things should and are playing in the minds of everyone that we reach out to. So I think of all the podcasts we've done, Jason and Ryan, we're honored to have you. This perhaps could be the most valuable. Um, and if nothing but if it's nothing but cathartic to all of us to talk about the things that are on our mind, then we've accomplished something, but hopefully it transcends beyond that as well. Yeah. I hope to provide some value and I appreciate those kind words, Phil. Yeah. So from, from your perspective, Ryan, um, how are you seeing um, veterans pivot? Um, how are you seeing people kind of making adjustments? Um, you know, with their job search. I imagine you, you have a lot of those conversations. Um, tell us how they're, how they're looking right now. Yeah, so, so it, it's still, I think, uh, a wide range. Um, you know, s some individuals who are earlier enough in the process are, are rethinking getting out and, and, and trying to potentially stay in and stay with that, uh, that job security, so to speak. Uh, other veterans are, are moving forward at, you know, kind of at the plan and that they've had laid out and, and hoping for the best. And, and, and then other veterans are, are trying to find, and that's, and that's where I've come in to try to try to give them thought to, to use their skills in the from the military to be adaptable and, and how to kind of keep moving down range towards your end state, towards your vision, towards your, your, you know, your utopia, if you will, but, but acknowledge the fact that what that looked like a month ago could very well be different. And, and, you know, for those listeners who are, who are 
were in the military of, of, of you guys, it's, it's the PACE plan, right? The primary alternate contingency and emergency routes. Mm. And, and that's what I'm trying to emphasize is that, you know, you might have to jump to a contingency or emergency route, but you're still moving in the same direction. Right. Forward movement, you know, I mean, you can't just stop because the, the world's in a pause or, you know, something's not happening in your way. Um, you absolutely have to have continuous forward movement, you know. And, um, you know, one of the things that we, um, we were talking before the podcast uh, when we first met was one of the things that you're doing was helping, um, helping them translate their, their skills to something more, more appropriate in the workforce. Like, for example, if you're an operations guy, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you have to have operations roles to apply for, right? How, how are those going? Yeah, so so I think I'm you know starting to get through to individuals. It, it's it's an ongoing fight, right? Because I'm I'm really up against the the machine, the the um, you know government military transition process, and it seems like every day everybody getting out is either an operations manager or a project manager. Um, yeah. But 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 what does that mean? First of all, to you, what does that mean in industry term? I mean. It, a project manager in, in IT is obviously different than a project manager running uh, construction. So, uh, and I and I've I have a few vlogs out there as well, but I, I try to just give them the tools to break it down further. So whether that's doing work breakdown structure, fishbone diagram, you know, heck, just brainstorming and throw it on the, uh, on a piece of paper. You know, what when you say I'm detailed planning time management what, what does that mean break down the subtask and 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 when you get down to some of those subtasks you can identify that lowest level possible of what you did and, and that could be in an individual case or that could be you know your your job description and your career as a whole and now you use those tasks to identify you know your real strength and interest and you use that for you know this current environment and how to pivot. So so now you're not this one track mind. I have to go from military operations to you know some probably the most common thing right is like distribution center operations. I don't have to go be an area manager, uh, you know, for for a large corporation. I can I have other skills. It's just how do I identify them and then how do I sell them. Uh, it, you know, with, with something that could be a, a totally different industry. Yeah, you know, it, very great, very great points and insights, Ryan. And, um, I, you know, I'll say a couple things and then I want to circle back around to a question. I think that in these exceptional times, number one, we're learning how important interaction is. Um, I got two invites. I'm really excited to uh, do some virtual happy hours over the weekend. And you know, weekends get busy and you go off to your own thing and sometimes forget about seeing friends. And now when you can't see them, we're all drawn back together. But it also underscores the importance of a coach and somebody who has insights beyond yours and can see beyond your particular circumstances to kind of guide you. So when you talk about primary and alternative and contingency and emergency, uh, critical thinking paths for folks. And it sounds like you're exploring with them transferable skills that can apply outside of their primary MOSs, which is the right thinking. And I wonder, as we look at the other side of this COVID emergency and we think about emerging trends uh, and emerging needs, for example, we work with a product called Green Home Solutions and they have hospital grade cleaning um, 
products, FDA-approved hospital-grade cleaning products, and imagine the importance to residential, you know, residential home sales to have that assurance in times like this. So how do you see as veterans you work with transition, how do you help them apply and look towards what the future is gonna be three or six months down the road? Yeah, and, and that's, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's them. And, and what I'm trying to get at with all this is, is that's what needs to be done first. Not as much as the identify your skills part that I talked about. I mean, yes, that is important. Yes, writing a resume is important. I'm not saying it's not, but, but just like you hop in the car, unless, you, unless you're jumping in the Harley, you know, for, for a cruise, you're going to some place and you, how you plan your route to get there, especially if you're driving long distance on vacation, you, you, you don't just hop in the car and hope, you know, drive, start driving West, so to speak, like you, you have a plan to get there. So, but you have to know where you're going first. So that's what I'm trying to emphasize is, is really take the time. And, and, and I call it to go back to a military term. We, we do backwards planning from actions on the objective. And we focus most of those planning as actions on the objective. So if we, if that objective is finding ourselves and finding our passion and finding our interest in, in uh, really understanding who we are as people, it, then you can start finding that, that more clear of a path to get there. And, and everybody's going to do that a little bit different. It might be that the, the childhood dream that they had, it might be, um, you know, it, it might be uh, doing informational interviews. It might be, heck, you know, my, my sense, if you asked me a year ago, if I was been doing a podcast, I would have laughed and snickered. Uh, and then, and then as I sat on the other side, interviewing folks and still wanting to give back to the veteran community, uh, I, I tackled some of my weaknesses, which were, which were listening and, and uh, some other communication skills and, and next thing I know, I said, oh, I can get better at this and still give back and hit a broader audience with a podcast. So I kind of launched it. And, I, and I'm, I'm by no means some big name you know, podcaster. I mean, I'm just, I'm learning marketing. I'm learning a lot of stuff, uh, uh, social media, SEO, all on the side. And I'm doing that for, for a cause in the end state. So, and, and, and it's an interest of mine at the end of the day. So I think that is, is the number one key is, is no matter how you do it, find out what you want. And when you're passionate about something, it you can tell, you can tell in the interviews, you can tell in the conversations and you can tell the people who are just checking the block, kind of looking for a job. Absolutely. It's uh, it kind of sounds like, um, you know, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, Phil and I actually had a, a real good conversation about podcasts uh, a couple episodes ago and how podcasting is such a great medium to, to get your ideas out and, and just to, you know, just to communicate and collaborate with your community. You know, there are so many podcasts out there today. I think we, we when we did the research, I think they, that we found that there's 700,000 and 900,000 podcasts in the United States. It's like, it's like one in every, you know, what, seven, seven, eight people yeah. uh, in the United States are doing a podcast. So there's probably somebody down the street doing a podcast, you know, from me and you <laughs> right yeah. now as we speak. Yeah. Um, but kind of, you know, that, that kind of goes back to the point I was going to make originally. What it sounds like you did was or what you're doing and, and what you did yourself internally was you kind of did a SWOT assessment on yourself. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. 
You analyze some strengths, some weaknesses, some opportunities, and some threats. Yep. You know, and that that's something that um, you know Phil and I we do a lot in in our own practices when we're helping with people in uh, their career transition. You know, it's all about you know doing that SWOT assessment, analyzing their strengths, and and you know finding things that can complement them and finding things that can mitigate those you know those threats too. Yeah, we kind of, we we apply that to you know you know you can call it a vision board, you can call it a vision statement, whatever you want to call it. But you know what has to happen between now and then, now and a year from now, to be able to start accomplishing your goals. And we use the, that format to help propel people forward. Sounds a little bit like you're doing something very similar. Yeah, and and you know I I read uh, I'm a little late to the game, but I read finally read. Um, eight, nine months ago, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and, and where I took, you know, the whole adding asset or adding value to your life, I, I, t- I took it a little bit further. I took it more than fiscally. I took it to how do I provide some some value to my life and cut the stuff that doesn't align to to value, and that value was that end state of what I identified. So so this podcast for me was was a great example because it didn't, I didn't have to sink a whole lot of time and money, at least initially into it. Um, it's, it's kind of changing as, as I, as I anticipate maybe some growth within it, but, but at first it wasn't a whole lot of time and money. And I learned, I value, gained value because I learned valuable, uh, you know, on the job education, you know, experience, like I said, in marketing and, and, and other aspects of it. Uh, but I also, I also grew, I grew my network. Uh, I, I grew my network within the topic that I'm talking. I'm growing my network with from just other general podcasters who are happy to to mentor and teach and coach. And uh, that is, that also is a powerful thing. So it, it, I have now gained access to a broader community and, and, and also had the ability to learn a little bit more all at, all at no cost. So it, it's, it, to me, it was kind of a no-brainer uh, on how to do it. It was just what, at the end of the day, were you going to take out of it? What value were you going to add? And if it wasn't value added, then don't do it. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm thinking about uh, all three of us are veterans, and full disclosure, I was National Guard, so I did some tornado, you know, protection mitigation. I guarded a Cuban prison once. I, I didn't serve to the extent that both of you did. And I really respect and thank you both for your service. And I know through the military experience, we've all, and especially you two, have learned methods of thinking, processes, disciplines that the civilian world hasn't had access to. And so I wonder, Ryan, as you, you know, approach your, the veterans that you work with, are you expanding out to the civilian world to provide some of these methodologies that you've learned and are implementing? And if so, tell us about that experience. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I am, but I'm also learning from the civilian world too, right? So I mean, that, that's, the, that's, that's been the best part of it all. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess at the end of the day, the, the biggest, I would say probably the biggest thing, and I don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a, any one task, so to speak, but, but on the, the veterans, right, we're, we're used to additional duties. We're always used to, to doing something outside of our job and our, our job and scope or MOS or whatever it is that we hired on to do. Um, you know, and sometimes it's multiple different things. And that's what I did in my, in my current role. 
I wanted to uh, get involved more on the people side of the house because I just enjoyed interacting with people. So as I was managing material through our shop, I nosed my way into uh, some human resource activities and, and ended up building a training and development program with, uh, with the Hiring Our Heroes program based out of Fort Campbell to help pipeline some talent uh, to, to our organization. Had nothing to do with what I was doing uh, as far as my job description goes, but it was, it was the fact that, you know, I was, once I got comfortable in my role and nobody was telling me, hey, here's an additional task or responsibility, I went and found something that I was interested in and, and, and added it onto my own plate voluntarily. And I don't think a lot of people do that. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Um, you know, and sometimes it usually aligns with their, with their job scope, um, you know, some kind of project or something like that. But, but that's the great piece about veterans. I mean, we, we stay connected deeply within our community and we're about helping each other. So we, we leverage those and those additional duties through, um, you know, through, through ongoing projects and, and at, you know, at work. So to me, I think that's the best thing that, that veterans bring to, to an organization that veterans bring to the table. It's like you're, um, you're almost like an inside man right now. You're, you're kind of educating from, from the inside also, educating those that are receiving, you know, veteran employees and things like that, and then kind of broadcasting it out too. And, you know, oh, kind yeah. Of, yeah, and then just kind of going back to that network and, and how, you know, you see veterans kind of helping each other out. One thing I would like to, you know, talk about, you know, just actually briefly discuss that, that I just realized was a connection was that you're a green Marine. And, yep. and one of our first podcasts was with Paul Tulin and yep. we talked about the green Marine program. Yep. So, so it's, it's funny how things kind of go full circle like that. And, and we know each other. I mean, we probably have almost a hundred mutual connections on, on LinkedIn and everything else. It is such a tight community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, that's, uh, that's what, that's what makes it awesome. And, you know, I just, I'll go back again. I mean, like this whole, you know, COVID situation and, and podcasting just kind of opened up my eyes to, to networking in general and what it means to network. And, uh, you know, I'm not the person who's going to sit there and go, you know, post those posts. Like if you do these three things, you can be added to my network of a hundred thousand people and gain, you know, access to all that. But I'm also not the person who said, who says, I hate those type of people. Um, because, because there's value in a network, but there's also different levels of network. There's different levels of connection. There's different levels of, of mentorship and you, you have to, you know, kind of play it all to your advantage and there's nothing wrong with, with playing it, you know, playing it to your advantage. There's nothing wrong with being connected. I mean, I used to be insulted with people when I connected with them, send them a message and they never replied to me. But now it's like, ah, oh, well, I mean, I've met like really good people that I've connected with through those connections, just by a second level LinkedIn connection that now, uh, that now I'm, I like communicate with, you know, every other day, so to speak. And I, there's a mentor or a friend or whoever it is. So, so they provided value. They provided value to me, even though they never answered my question or read my message or whatever the case is. And I'm fine with that. And, and that's, that's the power of, of networking in general. And then of course, you know, obviously in the veteran community, we tend to tend to want to help each other out and see each other succeed. So, so you get a little bit deeper um, in your connections there. Yeah, and you can't you can't twist somebody's arm to connect uh, to communicate the way that you prefer to be communicated with. Yep. That's that's a that's a good takeaway on that. You know, 
you know, just like some guys, like you said, making people jump through hoops before they become a LinkedIn connection. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you can't force yeah. people to communicate with you the way that you want. <laughs> so Ryan, um, <clears throat> we were talking before we started the, the session um, and you're looking at potentially a move across, I think across country, you're talking about the great city of Austin, Texas, which I love as just a fantastic, vibrant community. And I know there's a lot of consideration about how do you, facilitate that kind of a move and what all goes into it. And especially as you're transitioning, um, love to learn a little bit more and hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, it, it will end up probably being yet another, another transition. And I, I've come to accept the fact that in today's society, uh, there will probably be several transitions. I will probably always be transitioning, so to speak. So it's not just a military thing anymore, especially with some of the younger generations. I mean, people are trying different hats on, multiple hats at once. But but to me, it all set in, again, when I aligned, like, what I wanted. And and, and frankly, I, I had a child. Um, you know, my wife and I are 15 hours from both of our families, smack dab in the middle, and we need some support to grow our career um, and, and grow our family some more. So in order to do that, we need to get back closer to our family. And um, so, so location became a, dry, a little bit more of a driving factor, but then so did a lot of this COVID situation. Like I've, as I've watched companies be adaptable or not adaptable and how they handle the personnel, how they handle their business, and, and there's nothing wrong with one way or the other. I mean, certain businesses have to operate in certain ways. It's just, it's just where it aligns with my values, what I see as my end state. Uh, what I've, you know, come to value and, and um, you know, learn about myself over the last four or five years as I, as I redefine my, you know, who I am through, through some big life changes. And uh, that, that points back to, you know, technology, tech industry, and, and points back to Austin, Texas, uh, which is, you know, the Silicon Hills. So, um, so now it becomes how do I pave the way and what, is, what does that mean? Um, and, 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 you know, it's it, this, this, although it's a struggling time with COVID, I mean, and again, I'm not a, not a, don't have a marketing background. I'm not an audio visual master. Don't have any communications experience, but, but I can hang my hat and say, Hey, I've done some podcasts. I believe in veterans. I believe in, you know, this community, this is my cause. This is my direction. This is what I'm passionate about. This is where I want to go. And here's my story. People, people like that kind of stuff. So when you start reaching out to, you know, like Texas Veterans Commission, or you start to reach out to, you know, like Indeed or Facebook or some of these other organizations who are about, you know, modern technology and developing people, they, they, they buy into that a little bit more. So now it becomes more of a less of a dream or less of a side gig. And now, uh, hey, I, this thing could, could go full on reality, um, you know, here faster than I ever thought or planned it, it to be. So, and you have to jump on those opportunities, especially like we, we were talking about with, you know, ultimately 15 million people uh, potentially all, all looking for jobs here in the near future. Uh, you know, how do you stay out in front? How do you stay on that cutting edge and, and, and market yourself the best way possible? Absolutely, man. And wow, that's, that's pretty amazing that you're able to just kind of leverage that and, and go from something to something that was just kind of a pipe dream to really making it a reality. And, and I think that people can take that lesson, uh, especially during this time, you know, we are, there's, there are a lot of us that are, um, you know, unemployed right now, or our, our jobs are paused. And, you know, there's, there's 
large majority of the country right now is just doing Netflix and, and hanging out and mm -hmm. videos and, and stuff like that. But what, what better time to explore your options and, and just, just to go out there, get outside of your comfort zone and, and look at something that, you know, could, um, you know, could be a great, even better opportunity or option than you had before this happened, you know? And so there's like a silver, I think there's a silver lining to it. It's, it's not that shiny, uh, but, you know, make the best of the time. And why wouldn't we, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, it's, you know, you're probably going to have less to lose. So why not take a little bit more risk? You know, not, now is going to be that time, uh, you know, when there's not a whole lot of security pretty much anywhere to, to go ahead and, and take a risk and you know if you you strike out i mean what do you lose at, at that point you know if, if you've already you know quote unquote lost everything or, or you know don't have anything to lose um you know and and there has to be some strategy behind it like i said i mean my my goal was never initially i guess not to to my goal was to keep this thing on the side and just not have it going in the opposite direction. And now it's becoming much more reality with, with work, work from home and remote and uh, companies still looking to advertising it out there that I can, I might be able to parlay this thing a little bit more uh, directly um, since it is a passion and I do have experience. And, and a lot of people tell me as I tell the story here in my voice, um, because, because at first when I made the decision, it was like, yeah, I'm probably going to have to go into tech sales because I'm not a programmer. And, and, you know, I'm still keeping that avenue open. Uh, I still have, you know, developing that, that kind of resume, but at the same time, it's not necessarily where my passion is. So it becomes a little harder to sell that story. But now this story is unfolding, you know, a little bit faster and you just have to be, again, willing to adapt and, and take the opportunity and jump on it. And I, I think a great example is I was talking to another podcast host and he said, uh, Hey, what, you ever think about working for the government? I said, well, not really. And he said, uh, well, you have ex enough experience doing what you're doing now that the health and safety department is looking for basically an audio visual content, you know, specialist, not even a manager, just a specialist position to help you know, manage all the information that they're trying to push out. And I said, well, I can certainly do that. And as I looked through the looked through the, the job description, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And this is all experience I've gained with my podcast, not gained in my current role. So so now it goes, wow, this is like, I, I could actually do this based potentially and, and at least submit an application and have it have a chance based on just doing some side gig. Uh, and, and here's an opportunity that might have just opened up for me that I never would have thought of before. And at the end of the day, would I stay in health and public safety in the long run? Probably not. But if that gets me paid doing a podcast and eventually go back to a veteran side of the house, then, then you know, it's still aligning in that direction that, that you know, I've envisioned for myself and my family. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. And, you know, one of the biggest takeaways and that I hope people get from our conversation, there have been a lot of really good points that have been raised, but now is really a time with everything slowed, with all of us forced to stay home, that we should step back and work on ourselves. And when we think about new opportunities, what we want to be doing is positioning ourselves, leveraging assets, right? You think about the CARES Act and all of the and I think it's fantastic stimulus, and I, I commend the government. Um, I'm concerned on the healthcare side of the equation, how we've reacted, but certainly from an economic perspective, there's so many programs in place, and 
educating yourselves about what can be available during these emergency times. And at the same time, and then, you know, I'll talk about myself just for a second, and I, I want to learn uh, how this works for both of you as well. Uh, I, as Jason knows, I finished my novel after 61 months and sent it out to some agents, and I actually had some bites on the manuscript, and the feedback that I got back was, my characters weren't emotionally evolved enough. Um, so I'm taking this coronavirus time and really studying on how to emotionally craft a character and improving my writing skills. And I think, Jason, you're right. People are, you know, alcohol sales are going through the roof. Netflix streaming is just ridiculous. People are just plugged in, perhaps, you know, avoiding the realities of the circumstances and instead unplugging with, you know, the, their favorite vodka and their favorite, Netflix series, but this is really a time when you have the opportunity to work on yourself. So Ryan and Jason both, I'm interested, what are the things you're doing to improve your portfolio, yourself, uh, during these times? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'll step in and answer first. And, and mine is, uh, it's very, it's, it's a lot of things. It's very much networking. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer of, I mean, frankly, I don't think resumes are worth the paper that they're written on. Um, so, so I'm all about getting my face and telling my story in, in front of people. So I'm networking, I'm working on my story. Um, I'm also working on my, my trying to narrow down my interests, uh, at least a couple different interests. So I, I'm not telling a broad story. I can get specific as, as necessary. Uh, and then I'm working on some additional training. So there's, there's free certifications out there. Um, Working on VetForce through Salesforce as a free Salesforce certification, so I'm doing that. Uh, reading up on real estate investment, uh, and and potentially going to look at getting my my real estate license, depending on how long this drags out into uh, after after I do some of that that training. And then I uh, just bought some new tech to to kind of go to the next step in the podcast thing. So it's uh, and and I'm and I'm expanding my podcast. I mean, I talked to a friend. You know, I'll go off on a minute here again if you guys let me. But uh, yeah. he, he was actually was a friend. He was a crew chief of mine when I was when I was a commander, and he was a real goofball. And he um, turned out he's got a great story to tell. Like he he struggled for a while in his transition, and now he manages a comedy club in in Dallas, basically or outside of Dallas. And it's like a perfect fit for him. And he you know I watched his pictures, and you know he does a little stand up before the the main comedians come on, and he loves it. and He's happy. And, and I'm excited to tell that story. But then at the same time, you know, COVID hit and, and the club is forced to shut down. And I said, I said let's, let's, let, let's add some comedic relief to the podcast. Like, let me have you on for a couple of times and, and we'll, we'll tell some military related jokes. So it stays with the military theme, but, but we'll give some, you know, we'll give, give some people some comedic relief out there. And then um, he's also a personality. So I can eventually see him maybe doing some co-hosting with me to keep him engaged and keep building his skills. So I think it's just, it's just, you, you have to be willing to, again, adapt and add value. What, if watching Netflix adds value to you, if you're watching shows about fixer uppers, cause you want to get into real estate, then, then fine. So be it. But, uh, and if you're watching Kung Fu movies, cause you want to write a Kung Fu novel then then awesome but it, it's really that assessment of what is adding value to you and it's different for everybody based upon what they want um as opposed to just moving through the motions 
man, that that's exactly what I was thinking too. You know, you know, we're all kind of going through a collective experience. You know, not everybody has the privilege of turning a pandemic into something fun or productive. Some people have to really focus on, you know, staying healthy and, you know, uh, maybe, maybe um, keeping a roof over their heads and things like that. Uh, but if, if you do have the, the privilege or the ability to, you know, get out there and, and well, not get out there, but learn a new skill, you know, gain more knowledge on some of the things that you're interested in, then do it, you know, prove to yourself that, you know, you didn't lack time or discipline in the past, you know, you have the time now, use the discipline to, you know, learn new things and, and improve your life and improve things that you can improve. You know, we always talk about the military is, you know, you know, always improving your foxhole, right? <laughs> so, so always do something to improve your foxhole. Like what I've been doing, I mean, I haven't had necessarily had a lot of extra time because my business is busier uh, during this time because I am focused on people that are in career transition and things like that. But I'm also doing a lot of business development. Uh, I'm doing a lot of things to, you know, you know, educate and bring more resources to the forefront for for veterans and anybody else that might be in some type of career transition. But also on the personal development side, I just received after waiting about two weeks, I just received um, a barbell and plate set. So I've got my squat rack, I've got my my weights and my so I've been, yeah, I've been working on the the home gym a little bit much to my wife's chagrin, but she's, she's kind of stuck overseas right now until all this clears up. So uh, she can't do much about it. <laughs> Boom. Congratulations, bro. That's yeah, exciting totally. stuff. And uh, hey, you know, one thing I do want to spend a minute or two and touch on is, um, and only because uh, I had some conversations with friends of mine who weren't really aware of what's available to us now. So if you haven't done so, Forbes, did an excellent job recapping all of the CARES Act stimulus yes. available. Um, you know, everything from the 1200 to 2400 depending on if you're married or not, to families and 500 for kids. Unemployment expanded out to the gig economy, small business owners, entrepreneurs, self-employed. April 10th is the deadline where they're going to start um, paycheck stim, uh, stimulus packages for small businesses. There is a lot of things available. And as you think about this, this, this situation is going to end. And not just working on yourself, but leveraging some of these amazing stimulus items that are now available that never have been in my lifetime as well. Um, being aware of what's there. Even <clears throat> 401k loans have increased up to 100,000. They've removed some of the tax barriers. Um, up to three years, I think. Yeah, up to three years. Yeah, the the ten percent uh, tax penalty on withdrawing funds has been removed, and of course, Jason and I know that there are tax-free ways to use retirement monies and shield against market changes uh, to invest in business opportunities. And what we all need to be thinking about is what is the world going to look like on the other side of this? What is employment going to look like? What are our opportunities as a family, and how can we educate? both ourselves on ourselves as well as what's available to us to come out on the other side of this in the best possible way for our families, right? For sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, I tell people as somebody who's been to SEER school, I said, uh, I'll be okay. You know, I said, um, 
I'm making me, I'm not a hunter, uh, but I make a mean snare trap and, you know, I'll eat squirrel if I have to, you know, or I'll raise, <laughs> I'll raise bunny rabbits. Maybe, maybe you, my wife and daughter don't have to eat it, but, uh, you know, that'll, that'll keep me fed. Uh, I'll, I'll find a way to weather the storm and, and come out ahead. Um, you know, and I, you know, God, God bless my father. He, uh, he's older, but he owns, he owns a boxing gym and in, in, in New York. So it's closed down and, and he also has an app. And I, I sort of was like, now's the time to be plugging that app. Now's the time to be, you know, working on your marketing. I'll help you do this. I can, I can push it here. I can, I, you know, you want to come on the show and talk about it. And, and uh, you know, you, you can add, you know, do some ad, uh, additions or bonuses or add-ons to it or whatever. And he's just like, no, nah, I don't, I don't really feel like doing that. I'm going to work on, uh, work on the pool, you know? And, the, and I'm like, well, I mean, I guess that, that at the end of the day, if you're going to sell your house, that can provide, value but this is all about a fourth of july party that i'm like dad 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 i don't think that's gonna happen so um you know and but he's he's all gung-ho about it and i just kind of shake my head um and and you know it's just you know that that to me that's that person just sitting there watching netflix you know so stuff yeah so there's nothing wrong about nothing wrong with it like you said if it gives you some value and some enjoyment do it but you know Let's let's work on some some improvements too, right? Well, and and paste, paste it in there. So don't get me wrong. I mean, like uh, I'm not like you know, four in the morning to 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 ten o'clock at night or whatever. I mean, I'm when I took my daughter for a forty five minute walk today. We just walked into the woods, like behind my house, and she's two years old, so she hasn't been out in the woods much. You know, we started flipping over rocks. You know, and it was like a little. I felt like a little boy. I don't know if she enjoyed it, but you know, we're picking up snails and roly polies, and you know, and and it was peace and quiet, and the birds were chirping, and it was amazing. So uh, you know that, and that's that aligns to me and my values like my family is important to me so i want to make sure I'm, I'm adding that time in there because that is value added to me and what i'm going for out of all this 100 percent, man 100 percent. hey man i think we're going to start wrapping it up uh, i know we all have things to get back to today um but how, how can people get in touch with you how can people um you know find you on linkedin or listen to your podcast can you can you give throw out some information for us? Yeah, so um, you know LinkedIn's probably the easiest way. Uh, Ryan Sweeney three one five. You can you can find all the links to all the social media. Uh, the next easiest way would be www.viewfromtheskies.weebly.com, and then you can find the links to the blog, vlog, and all that stuff there. There's there's company pages. There's my own personal page. It's all all pretty much integrated. Just look me up. Connect with me on on. LinkedIn. You don't have to send me a message. I will connect with you. You don't have to reply to a message. Uh, I will still no, connect twisting. with you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I'm but I'm truly here to help people out. And uh, uh, so so connect with me or, or follow the the view from the skies, which is on every every you know major platform uh, that it is. I do my recording on Anchor, but it's on you know on Apple and Google and Spotify and all that stuff. So so just look it up and give it a try and. I think it's applicable not to just military people, like I said, and that's probably where this thing will go in the long term is, is just career coaching, life transitioning in general and, and having a how can I attitude instead of can I do that, you know, just, just finding a way to stay positive and, and making the best out of every situation. Awesome, man. Yeah, we'll make, we'll make sure to include some, some of your links in our show notes too. But uh, hey, Ryan, we Awesome having you on here. We definitely want to have you come back some other time or maybe we could jump on your show one time. But um, 
You take care of yourself, man. You stay healthy, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate it, Phil. Jason, thank you very much. It's been an honor. Our, our, Our honor as well, my friend. Thank you so much.